This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Football. Energy drinks. Beer. More football. Welcome to Bink at Night. Welcome back. Bink at Night. Jay Binkley, Grant Nicholson. The same crew tomorrow, providing Grant can get his car off of I-35 somewhere. Having a little issue today with the heat. But I hear his dad's pretty good with cars, so we'll see. Fingers crossed. This is, this is why you treat your dad on Father's Day, my friend. He bailed your ass out today. Yes, he did. He even got you here. Now he's taking care of your car. Yes, he did. And you appreciate that deep down, right? Not deep down, right on the surface. You appreciate that? How can you surface that? I said it's right on the surface. I love my dad. What it's are you talking deep, about? Deep, deep connection. Well, yeah, but I'm saying I'm not hiding it. That's steak. That was that's, what I was saying. That's shrimp. Maybe surf and turf. Like on Father's Day. That's something, right? I mean, it might be surf and turf at a minimum at this point. A nice card. Hey, Dad, thanks for bailing me out yet again. Yet again. How many <laughs> times is this? Let's not count them up. <laughs> well, you're 25, right? You get insurance discount now. I think if you've been good driving, 25, like that's the last like hurdle to hit, man. Yeah, I know. Did, did you get a discount on your insurance well, when starts, you're 25? Because usually you do, unless you were just a crap driver. It starts at like 26. I mean, you don't have oh, to get really? your own insurance until you turn 26. So I've still got 10 more months. And then you're on your own. And then I'm, I'm toast. But you get a discount, though, unless you've been a bad driver. I've been, I've been a fine driver. Eh, it's not very encouraging, bro. <laughs> Got to save your parents money, man. Listen, I have kids driving. I get it. Whenever something little goes wrong, you're like, you know what you just did? Like my my youngest has a problem with the lead foot. And it was like, okay, you know, you see these tickets. Guess what? It starts adding up because then the insurance company finds out. Then all of a sudden, boom, goes your little discount for good driving. And then I get charged more a month. That's what happens, Grant. I've only got the one ticket, just one. Now, so does mine, but just say she was speeding quite a bit. She mine got what she bad. deserves. I was like 10 over. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> mine was going a lot faster than 10 over, and she got her ass busted. But she learns. Learned a valuable lesson. She's so upset about it. So upset about it. I'm like, hey, you learned a lesson, right? Here's the increase in State Farm, by the way. Discount double check. You want the Rogers weight? You want the Patrick price? You know which one? Take the Patrick price, right? 
Don't see Aaron Rodgers. Because see Aaron Rodgers will get pissed. But regardless, Frank Clark talked at OTAs. And we'll get into something that, that a lot of them kind of said and kind of put it together with Chris Jones and playing on the edge. And, you know, Frank Clark did mention did mention Chris Jones on the edge because people have been asking about it. And people have no problem saying that. And keep in mind, Frank Clark's a guy really wasn't at the OTA, so he hasn't really had his chance to see everything the Chiefs have been doing defensively. But he knows about it because I'm sure Spags has been in charge. And to me, Frank Clark is a number one guy that must show improvement. He's the highest cap hit on this team outside the quarterback. You've got to have for t- production for Frank Clark. You need to see the same production that you had when he was with Jaron Reed because when he was with Jaron Reed, he was unbelievable back in Seattle. Matter of fact, back when they were together, 114 pressures, 64 hurries, 51 quarterback hits, 23 and a half sacks. Folks, that's production when he was with Jaron Reed. Now they're back together. Jaron Reed is in a cashier, right? One-year deal, prove it, salary cap, Took a hit this year. It's going up next year. <laughs> As Wendy said, bag alert, major bag alert. That's what he's looking at, Grant. See, that was hip, man. It was uh, for the cool for the kids, right? Major bag alert, because you all get that, right? That was good. That was I'm, good I'm using hip lingo here. You're okay? trying your best. Frank Clark, what was, what's it going to be like to have Chris Jones on the other side? Man, I think it kind of opens up the game more, honestly. Um, you find a lot, a lot of times, you know, we made it easier on teams to uh, make adjustments and stuff last year when me and Chris lined up on the same side. And um, I mean, that's due to the position. You know, it's only so much you can you can help when, you know, you got one guy playing three tech, you got another guy playing the end. But, um, you know, Chris going to the end position, it just opens up the game much more. You know, it's, it, you know, it makes it harder. You know, now they got to pick a size, you know, whether we're going to slide right or we're going to slide left. You know, we just know now it's, you know, it's a higher chance that we're going to be able to give you know, better looks and stuff like that from the offense. I mean, I love Frank Clark's disposition two years ago in the playoffs. You know, I love talking that talk and walking that walk. That's what he did. He wrote checks and then he cashed them in the postseason. We'll stop Derrick Henry, and he did. He forced Tannehill to try to beat you, which, by the way, don't worry about Julio Jones because <laughs> Tannehill's still the quarterback, and I know they'll trot out stats with Tannehill and Mahomes, but forget about it. It's Derrick Henry's team. Derrick Henry's, you know, how he goes, Tannehill goes. Trust me, look back at the numbers last year. Tannehill's 300-yard games, and guess what? Derrick Henry be like 212 yards, so don't worry about it. But regardless, you got to pick a side. And I get it. They both like working on the right side, Chris Jones and Frank Clark. But you have the comfort, you have the versatility of a Jaron Reed and a Chris Jones that at times will be in the middle. And that'll confuse the offensive line. Like, this is what the Chiefs have done. Like, we'll get to the offense and how they, they've changed things up. But you got to constantly change, man. You, you can't be on that treadmill. you got to be on the track. you got to constantly get better. This defense has constantly gotten better. Look at the coaching staff. To me, I honestly think they have three – future head coaches on defense. We'll see what happens. The NFL is in a trend now with offensive coaches, even though the Vic Fangio's of the world and Brandon Staley somehow filtered through the systems and get head coaching jobs for some reason. But regardless, like Spagnuolo, he, he said he would like to be head coach again. Whether he gets that chance or not, who knows? People look at the age, although Vic Fangio got a job. You know, he certainly had success. Brendan Daly, the defensive line coach in Madhouse, also I think will be on that radar once they uh, fulfill defensive coordinator duties. They could be in there. But this defense has the versatility moving Chris Jones around. And Frank Clark is a guy they have got to get production out of because he's done it before. We've seen him do it before. And you know what? He hasn't lived up to expectations, especially last year. But you know what? 
I would still do the trade with Frank Clark because he was important to this team getting a ring. He wrote checks and he cashed them. I don't think we should ever forget what Frank Clark has done. But I think we'll see something with Frank Clark this year. Matter of fact, he was asked about playing with Jaron Reed once again. Again, dynamic duo when they were together. Everybody's talking about the Legion of Zoom. That was the Legion of Boom when he and Jaron Reed were together. Which, by the way, both of them on major bag alerts. Um, Jaron, he's a great player. Um, you know, they, they, they do a hell of a job developing those players up there at Alabama. And, um, you know, ever since he had came in the league when I was in Seattle, you know, me and him, you know, instantly bonded, um, on and off the field. And I think that plays a big role. You know, when you got a guy you can trust off the field, you got a guy you can trust, you know, um, it'd be easier for you to trust him on the field. Um, you know, just being able to compliment each other on each other's game, um, you know, and play off of each other. Well, I think those are things that helped us, you know, be successful when we um, play together. He got his buddy. Like Frank Clark's got everything from the Chiefs that you want, right? You got Chris Jones to start taking attention off you. You can't talk about double teams when you got Jones and now you got Reed. And he got his buddy. Batman got his Robin. His buddy on the field, off the field. Jern Reed, second rounder. He came in the league from Bama as a run stuffer. Totally flipped who, who he was. Becoming a great interior pass rusher. Like, Jaron Reed <laughs> is a non-talked-about guy when the talking heads that pretend like they know about the Chiefs and every team in the NFL, they really don't because they don't mention Jaron Reed, and they should because it's embarrassing. Because you can't talk about the Chiefs' offensive line overhaul if you don't mention the addition of Jaron Reed. It was one of the <laughs> bigger storylines in the NFL not talked about. Even Andy Reed mentioned it when he talked uh, in the first week of OTAs. You know, people aren't talking about Jaron Reed enough. Like, Reed doesn't, Jer- Andy doesn't say things like that very often. But he said it for a reason. All right, what's Frank Clark doing this year to turn the page from last year and focus on this year? I'm a man, just, uh, you know, fulfilling my goals. Um, I didn't hit my goals last year. Well, I hit some of them. I didn't hit all of them. Um, one of them being one of my sack numbers and stuff like that. But, you know, like I said, you got to be able to wash your mind up. You know, it's been a long two years for us personally. And, um, you know, I just look forward to getting back out there, and um, you know, when the season starts and, you know, doing what I love to do, you know, rushing the passer and stopping the run. Again, Jones deflects attention from Frank Clark. Jaron Reed deflects attention from Frank Clark. Like everything is there. Everything is front of, of Frank Clark to be successful. What's his goals this year? I mean, it's always to get 10 plus, you know, um, that's always my goal. You know, you get 15, that's even better. You know, you get 20, you're in a whole different league. You're talking, you know, defensive MVP talks, but you know, my goal, my, I always set them high. You know what I mean? If I'm, if I'm not looking at myself and competing with, you know, these quarterbacks at the NFL and chasing MVP numbers and competing with Aaron Donald, you know, as a reigning MVP, defensive MVP, you know, I'd be a fool, but um, I just gotta, I gotta set my standards high, you know, so that if I do fall short, you know, I'm not disappointed, and um, I feel like that's my ultimate goal. See, I like Frank Clark, and I always have, because I love the way he played hurt in New England a couple years ago, the year they went to the Super Bowl and won. He had a stomach ailment, still played. A lot of guys wouldn't have. He did. He sucked it up and played. Wanted to be part of that defense after what happened in Mexico City where they kind of turned things around at halftime. That was really the rise of that defense that year. I respect that out of him. You know, he needs to worry about next season being a cap casualty because the cap is a big thing because he's the second-highest cap hit on this football team outside of the quarterback it's him. Is that a pressure to you, Frank? Yeah, um, 
you know, it's more thing that drive me though, you know, than the cap number and stuff like that though. You know, I got, you know, teammates, you know, uh, who got my back. I got, you know, a coaching staff who got my back. So um, I think that's what matters the most, you know, um, and everything is in house. So, you know, um, I don't really look at everything outside of, you know, my team and, you know, what's going on in the NFL and stuff like that. I just honestly show up to work and do the best that I can every day. You better have production when the salary cap dips like it did this year. Yeah, it's going to go up next year. And you have a chance to make money. But this is, he's still a young guy, man. Like, you're public enemy number three to me. Because Jones is one, Jaron Reed is two, you're three. And you know what? We're not even talking about the cornerback blitzes. Because that's what the Chiefs and Spagnuolo like to do. Because that's what they had to do last year. Like, okay, we're getting a lot of quarterback pressures. We're getting the hits. We're in the top ten in quarterback hits. How do we get the quarterback down? They started blitzing corners. The last five games of the year, the Chiefs got a sack from the cornerback position. Legereus Sneed got four of those, bled into the postseason except for the Super Bowl. And the other one was DeAndre Baker that started the Chargers game instead of Legereus Sneed because they started the JV. Five straight games with the cornerback sack. Think about that. L. Sneed got four of them. If they would have been doing those all year, and keep in mind, there was two times the quarterback got out of his grasp where he could have had six sacks. We're talking about a cornerback that could have had probably eight sacks last year. It's what makes him special. And then you get the honey badgers, more quarterback pressures from defensive back since he came into the league. That's manufacturing those type of things. But anyway, that's the defensive side of things, the versatility, the pick your poison. And I think this is what makes a different defense. I think this is how they separate themselves from last year. Where is Chris Jones going to light up? Where's Waldo? All right, where's Jones at? Where's he at? Is he outside or is he inside? What do the Chiefs have up their sleeve? Oh, there's Derek Nottie, one of the most underrated run stuffers in the National Football League. We don't have to worry about his pass rush, but his run stopping ability is is pure. And then Jaron Reed. And then old Chris Jones on the outside. Oh, he just flip-flopped and went inside. What are we going to do? Again, Chris Jones could create problems. Coming up next, we'll talk about how the offense can create problems from other teams. Next. Bing at night. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. Big at night, Jay Binkley. The Ageless Wonder, Grant Nicholson, producing the operation. Guess what Bobby Witt just did? No, he didn't hit a home run. Almost did. Inside the park triple. Well, all of them are if you're triples. It is. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> it's just what the Nantrals put out. But then again, I was like, okay, well, it makes sense. Well, I get it what they're saying. First, inside the park triple because the other triple was what he got credited for when they said he didn't hit home plate. Which, I don't know. I would have put him back at third if you're going to call that, which he did step on home plate. We even talked to him the next day, Fisco and I did, and we did that old mix-up thing. He'll be in Omaha at some point this summer. I'll get up there and watch him. The question I, is, I, is I don't it, want to make plans to go to Omaha because they, they're going to move him up at some point. He'll work on getting them righties. That's what he's got to work on. But he's getting better at it. Question is, by the end of the season, does he make an appearance in a major league ballpark? I don't know. I mean, when the Royals are 16-9, I kind of thought we had the best of both worlds. Keep an eye on the minor leagues because that's how I started, Grant. When I started here... Or no, in radio, actually, not just here. But you're always looking at Duffy and Moose and Haas and these young guns were coming up, and you try to have them on the show because they're you know they're down in Northwest Arkansas, Omaha, and they're going to come up because that was where the talent was. And then Kansas City's kind of it's kind of both, you know. You had Santana, you had Slayer with those 48 bombs a couple years ago. You got Perez, the best catcher in the game. You got Wit. So you kind of watch the major league team and the minor leagues. You know, you're kind of getting the post the best of both worlds, and I get it. Things aren't going well for the Royals right now. But it's different. It's different than then because I remember 2013, they started putting things together, went all the way to Chicago the end of the year, didn't quite make the playoffs, but they weren't officially eliminated until that last weekend. Hope we can get to that back. But, yeah, I want to get to home. See the Bomba squad. McBroom's killing it. Like the PCO East. He's got 12 bombs. Bro Hearn's got 11 now. Like, he keeps hitting home runs like every night. Ryan O'Hearn. All the time, he's cranking him. I don't know if you've been paying attention to that, but he is. So, they, there's three guys on Northwest Arkansas and Omaha. Rose the only team with two minor league teams with guys with three home runs at two different levels. It's pretty impressive. It is impressive. It'd be great if we saw some production at the the major league well, level it, on a similar it, scale. It is debatable <laughs> with the talent of pitching in the minor leagues. That is debatable <laughs> still. So we'll hold our thoughts on that because there is some difference. And we, we try to talk about that difference with a lot of people. And we'll hear from Mike Matheny uh, coming up in just a little bit. He was on with Fesco in the morning, and they really dived in. They, they dove into that. They dove into, you know, the difference team. Well, it was a good question by Bob. He asked, you know, with Lynch and Coar, and Coar's still here, Lynch has been sitting down, but do you trust the minor leagues or would you rather develop them here? I mean, that is the good question. But Clyde Odridge-Alaire talked today, and this is one of the secret weapons of offense. It's what he's been working on the offseason. Just, the, you know, the times that I, I was able to get out, um, you know, just just still, uh, you know, after the Super Bowl, just having the, the, the crazy hip and ankle injury that I had, you know, just, um, you know, trying to get back to 100% was 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 my biggest thing. So, um, you know, once 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 I was able to get into that, you know, get to 100%, then, you know, working on my hands, uh, you know, catching. It, I wouldn't say it was a problem last year, but just just understanding our offense. You know, we we, we moved the ball around. We, we spread the field and, 
you know, why not work on something that, that, that can, that I feel like, you know, I can improve on. So, um, that's, that's, that was one of my steps. That's hard. Yeah. I thought we'd see a development that last year with more with Clyde going back to what he did at LSU. Again, one of the things he worked on was the protection. Cause you can you get Patrick Mahomes half a billion dollars. You got to protect man. I've always thought you protect and then catch. Running comes third, in my opinion, for Andy Reid. He wants you to be able to protect, obviously, with Mahomes. is more important last year than it might be this year with the offensive line they assembled. But if you can block, that's why Darrell Williams. That's why he rose the depth chart. Sorry, Le'Veon Bell. You can sit there and tweet about everything that uh, didn't go your way and act like a baby when you should have been better. You came to Kansas City as one of the best blocking backs in the NFL, and you weren't. You came to Kansas City as one of the best hands of any running back in the league, and you weren't. And that was the facts. But regardless, Clyde's the difference. Everybody's worried about the second, third receiver. Can DeMarcus take a step? Can McColl finally take that step? Can Byron Pringle, which, by the way, I think has taken more of a step than those guys. Remember Pringle's been here on the two Super Bowl runs? He caught the first pass in last year's Super Bowl. Mr. K-State, Byron Pringle. But to me... Like, McCall has the natural talent, and so is DeMarcus. It's kind of like the Royals with Mondesi. Like, Mondesi has more natural talent than anybody on that roster. He's faster than anybody. Again, he's the best base dealer I've seen since Willie Wilson, maybe even better than him. But he's natural ability to just do it. Witt is nowhere near as fast as Mondi. We get destroyed in the 40. But Witt studies and studies and studies the game. You know, it kind of reminds me of Pringle. I'm not saying Whit Merrifield or Byron Pringle is the Whit Merrifield of the Chiefs, but I'm talking about a guy that busts his ass and is definitely in any Reed circle of trust. Darrell Williams is, Byron Pringle is. And nobody seems to be talking about him because everybody's you know, waiting for McColl or DeMarcus to take that step. I think more so with McColl. But don't forget about Byron Pringle. And he's made some big plays on special teams as well. I Absolutely. Mean- not just in the return game, but blocking. I think he made a tackle or a forced fumble or something. One Great time. special teams player, yeah, both in the return game. Except when he got hurt in Vegas, he was on his way up, man. Like he, you could tell how Andy Reid uses players who he likes. Byron Pringle got the first catch in the Super Bowl, bro. Well, and he's got some speed too. I mean, everybody talks about all the other speed, but he's got some some gnarly speed too. Byron Pringle, I think, is kind of lost, but I think that uh, Clyde can be that guy too. And don't forget about Noah Gray. You know, Noah Gray is one of those guys um, that's worked on his hands as well. Here was Clyde about how did he work on his hands, was asked about the hands, because I think Clyde, again, the only running back in the history of the SEC with 1,000 rushing yards and 50 receptions. He could do it at the pro level too. I think he could be a real dual-threat running back. I'm not saying like Thurman Thomas type ability, but – He's got big ability. How do you work on his hands? Jugs, uh, you know, mainly, but, you know, just different different angles of, of, of catching the jugs. Just not, you know, 10 yards out and just, just you know, straight straight ahead, just catching. So, uh, you know, high balls, low balls, anything, you know. I'm not the I'm not the tallest guy, so just, just being able to have a, have a, a, a wider catch radius for my height um, is, is, is was kind of my, my thing, so. Um, expanding that and, and you know, I mean, as far as film or anything, any, any past college uh, film, even last year, you know, I was, I was, it was seen that, that I can catch. So, um, but just being able to work on it is, was, was, was one of my things. This year. But listen to what he says here. If we'll be more involved in the passing game. Um, you know, every, everything is, is, is based off, you know, the things that we install uh, and, and talking to coach Reed, and, and also, Pat, you know, there, there are things as, as far as, you know, we're implementing to, 
to get the ball to the back and, you know, just get it, just, just get the ball, you know, spread it out more. So, uh, you know, that was, that was one of the things on, on why I chose to um, work on my hands and, and just be more of a threat. Uh, you know, it, it was, it was seen that I can run a ball between the tackles, you know, outside that was, that was kind of, you know, seen. So just being able to, to also get out and, and, not just routes out the backfield, but also spread out in, in, in the slot position and and also the the, the outside wide out position. So uh, just being able to, to expand my skill set was was my thing. <laughs> you heard what he said there. You heard what he said there. He said two key words that I think are important. And I think people are kind of sleeping on these words, to be quite honest with you. He said this. Slot position and, and also the, the, the outside wide out position. Slot position and the wide receiver position. All right. That means they're counting on you pretty heavily. If they've got you working on the slot, which is off ball, that Z receiver, or outside wide receiver. Big plans for Clyde Edwards-Alaire, which I think can supplement some of the wide receiver talk. Because you're wondering, Sammy Watkins, who was hurt quite a bit, but when he played, he was tough. Like, who's going to who's going to supplant? Who's going to take those catches for the Kansas City Chiefs? Because I think not only Clyde, but I say Noah Gray has a chance to do some special things as well. Here was Kelsey yesterday talking about, well, the second tight end drafted since he's been with the Kansas City Chiefs. I think the biggest the biggest thing is uh, just the mismatches. You know, it, it presents a different uh, set of formations and a different set of rules for the defense uh, to, to be more gap sound on the, in the run game, but at the same time have an idea of uh, more play action stuff. Um, and then it puts, uh, it puts the, you know, for the most part, they bring in more more linebackers or a bigger bigger guy because we're bringing in bigger guys, right? So they try and match the personnel, which can also kind of play in our advantage because we got guys that can run routes uh, in both. I mean, every everywhere in the in the tight end room. So it's just um, you know, trying to trying to take care take advantage of of those mismatches and uh, and just be be accountable for the team. You know, anything that that Coach Reed can imagine. You know, we want to be able to to give him that option to call. Second tight end drafted by the Chiefs. This is different 12 personnel. They get obviously 12 if you use if you use Blake Bell, who did catch a pass in the playoffs against the Texans. A touchdown, as a matter of fact. But Noah Gray could be more of that offensive weapon or H back for this team. But production. Can you get production from the second tight end? This is this is the plan. This is the, the plan to be different for the Kansas City Chiefs to be able to do it. By the way, in baseball news, according to Jeff Passan, Jacob DeGrom. Left tonight's start in which he threw three perfect innings and struck out eight. Right shoulder soreness. I hate seeing that, though. I mean, this is this is a guy with more RBI than, than he's given up, right? I hate this. I, I hate to see this. Though. Three perfect innings, eight strikeouts. Like, I like to see greatness, all right? Who, I'm not jumping to any conclusions here, but I hate to see this. You don't think it's the sticky stuff? I don't know. The injury? I don't know. The... It was. Okay. Glassdown says it was, but I don't know. Again, hopefully I'll, not. Hopefully I'll wait, not. wait for details. But I hate not to think about it because he is fun to watch. Like I hate to not think about that. But I know the Royals aren't. So <laughs> it's pretty clear that they're not doing it. But coming up next, speaking of the sticky stuff, what does Mike Matheny, a former four-time Gold Glover and manager of the Royals, think about it? We'll discuss it next. Bing at night. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to Big at Night, Jay Binkley, Grant Nicholson producing. It's shout out time. 913 says, Binky, you know you want to go back to Arkansas and drink beer to watch the kid. True. Arkansas does have good beer and great moonshine. There is no question about that. Omaha's got good breweries too, though. Like the minor leagues. And, and Kramer, by the way, Kramer Dog's in Quad Cities. I don't know if you've followed his Twitter account, but he's watching uh, He's watching uh, the different Royals. There's it's a the, Ferris wheel out there. It is. Right on the Mississippi. Pretty cool. And Jimmy Govern's there. We called him the governor on Virtual Royals because he made the team. Actually, when he was drafted, he made it all the way to Omaha the same year he was drafted. Now he's down to Quad Cities. 913 wants a shout-out, Grant. Just got a new job. He gets to travel for work. He starts the 27th. Lance. Shout-out to Lance. Shout-out Lance, who lost a bunch of weight. Fit better on those planes. You know what I'm saying? He's going to be traveling. Suit him well, correct? Shout-out, Lance. Shout-out on your weight loss. Shout-out on your new job. Grant's pumping his fist. I'm pumping his fist. Nice job, man. Nice job, Lance. 913-576-7610 is the phone number. Jay Southland Tow Service text line is 913-576-7610. If you've got a new job or you've lost weight, please let us know because a lot of people like to let us know. Just start shouting out people. we got to get a sounder for this or something. Yeah, we like to shout out. We like, we like that. You know, people have been working all day. They, they, they want this in their life. You know, they want a nice shout out. There's no one to shout us out, but that's fine. You know, we don't deserve it. I'll shout you out, Jay. I great great you, show Grant. so far. Thank you, buddy. Thank Incredible you. work. Uh, Mike Matheny, a four-time Gold Glover, joins uh, Fesco in the morning, 9 o'clock every Wednesday. Check it out on the Odyssey app, 610sports.com. But, of course, the key question is, the question that really is going to start changing baseball on the 21st, because now pitchers are throwing side sessions, the sticky stuff. It's gone too far. You know, they've gone from rosin, sunflower, sunflowers suntan lotion to the pine tar which a lot of hitters will say is acceptable but the spider tech no because the spin rates are higher and all of a sudden they went down and the batting average went up 11 points who knows can this affect the Royals offense we'll see what are the Royals players saying about this what are they saying about this in the clubhouse here's Mike Matheny I think guys are um well, fortunately, we've had some warning to this. I mean, they've been on it ever since spring training. It was uh, brought up even last season about how things need to be cleaned up. And, you know, when, um, when, when people are using it to an extent um, where it goes beyond just the safety of holding onto a ball where you're trying to find a competitive edge by increasing spin rate, uh, you're eventually going to ask for this. Um, but the implementation to me has been a little bit odd in the fact that 
I believe all of baseball understands, including Major League Baseball, understands that uh, what is currently available as far as just a rosin bag is probably not the answer. So without providing some sort of option um, before cracking down, to me, uh, you mentioned timing. Uh, I would say the timing might be off a little bit, but you know they uh, believe that it's a big enough issue that it needs to be uh, just cold turkey stopped right now, and it, and it is going to be an adjustment for some guys. Which is really weird, changing the rules of the game right in the middle of the game, right? This is something you usually do in the offseason. Hey, we're going to be cracking down on this more. Personally, I probably would have just taken it if I'm Major League Baseball. Until next year, pitchers could go and work out on the offseason. You know, but they got to do something to get butts in the seats, right? they got to get people. they got to get the offense sparked, even though some teams are not having trouble with it. Like Toronto leads the league in home runs, but they are playing in a AAA ballpark. That could change. But, of course, Toronto's a band box as well. So what's Matheny's solution to the problem? Well, you know, there, there is, um, you know, guys, whether they're using on, on days where they're using sunscreen on day games, um, which is completely permissible, um, you use that with a combination of uh, the rosin, and then it turns into something that actually gives a little bit more grip. So there, there's something out there, uh, and they've got, they've got plenty of people working in the, in the Major League Baseball office and just something besides nothing. And uh, if you get to the point where Major League Baseball has to realize, okay, rosin by itself, that rule has probably led to this going in a bad direction. Uh, let, let's find something. There could be a rag that's uh, out behind the mound that has a little bit of something. You, know, you go to some cities, even right now, we talk about being in the cold and, and how slick those balls are. The rosin doesn't actually help. It actually makes it even slicker. So uh, there's something out there that you may have one uniform substance that is available and it's obvious. And then anything used outside of that, um, acknowledging that the game's changed, that the balls have changed over time, they're hard, uh, they're rubbed up differently, um, make that acknowledgement, apply something that's standardized, and then if that starts getting jacked with, then, uh, then you drop the hammer on people. I'm sure Tom Brady has some thoughts somewhere on this issue. Personally, listen, I know a lot of the complaining by the pitchers, throwing side sessions, bullpens, and everything else, getting used to not using this stuff. The hitters will say, you know what, like when Pineda was busted a couple times because he had the pine tar neck, the guys are okay with that, you know? Even guys on the own team because pitchers use this kind of substance. But it is becoming an issue in some dugouts, according to Jeff Passan, that you know, some hitters are saying that ball's moving around. Sticky stuff was a quote by a player, and another player said, be better. So you are going to see some fraction between pitchers and hitters where they think they have the advantage. But I do agree with them. And this is something that was in Passon's article a couple nights ago, the night before the memo came out. But Major League Baseball that has worked on something, doesn't have it yet, but something universal the pitchers can use. Would you be against that? I wouldn't, Grant. No, absolutely If there's something not. that could give them growth, the hitters would be all for this too. They I mean, don't, especially. They wanna, yeah, they don't want to see the ball move like a wiffle ball, but they want you to have some kind of control because if not, you got a loaded gun on the pitcher's mound. Well, and especially if there is a chance that any of this spider tack stuff or whatever it is is contributed to any injuries, right? You don't want people to be injured. Does your dad have spider tack? Is he's in the automotive industry? I don't know. I doubt it, but maybe. Probably a can it, of it hanging out somewhere in the shop. But he does. Now, the other question is, can something be done to the baseballs 
to make him there more sticky. And I figure we're talking deflated balls here again, but regardless. Yeah, well, you, you look at the, what they're doing with the Japanese baseball, it has tack built into it. And we, we ran some samples probably, I don't know, five or six years ago, some balls that were impregnated. First, they were automatically rubbed up so they weren't pearl white. Uh, they had a, an off tent to them, so they, they didn't have to be handled by anybody and actually had mud put on them. It was built into the color, and then there was a tack put to it. And I thought they were fantastic. We threw a BP with them for probably three or four weeks, and um, the guys all felt that uh, you know everybody kind of had their feedback. But in general, you had a good feel for the ball, and it didn't it didn't have that slick feel to it, even in the cold weather. See, I think Matheny is interesting on this subject, singing deals with the clubhouse, deals with players, both pitchers and hitters, so he's understanding both sides. And he's coming from a guy that was a four-time Gold Glove catcher, knows a little bit about the position. We'll take a time out. We come back. How did he handle things when he was a catcher with pitchers using it? Also, if he was in charge, what would he do? We'll do that next. Bing at night. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to Big and That's what we're just talking about. Matheny joins Fisco in the morning. Don't forget about the Brad Keller Show, 9.35 on Tuesday with Merrifield at 11 o'clock on Mondays. By the way, I had to switch channels. I just watched Bally Sports. They're showing this Royals game again. Don't need to see it. Let's watch the NFL Network. Not that I have time to watch TV, but regardless, I'm not watching that game again. I know the outcome. By the way, an update on our uh, text line shout-outs, Grant. Uh, Lance has informed us he's traveling by car, not plane. He goes to Iowa on the 27th. He's lost 61 pounds, he says, in 14 weeks. Impressive. The text line's been on a big kick of losing weight. Good for the text like Lance line. Lance isn't the only one. The text line has really shed some pounds, and it makes their texting faster. By the way, you guys are horrible with CDOT, both the calls and text. CDOT dealt with it, though, but he was being nice. Dan and Casey K, you were still good. Lance, okay, you'll fit the car better. Plane or car, that's fine. And then we got another shout out. Hey guys, leaving KC in about a month. Just to say hello to all of you. I'll be able to keep up with you on the app. Headed to Florida to be with my son and family. At least I get out of the ice and snow. Pam. 
We'll miss you, Pam. Shout out to Pam. Shout out, Pam. We'll miss you, Pam. But I'm gonna be you can catch us anywhere in the Odyssey app. No matter where you go, we're there. We'll always be with you to uh to uh keep up with Kansas City Sports. 913 needs to lose 20 pounds. Do you have a tip? You're asking the wrong show. Uh, I do not have any tips. Only the text line knows how. The text line is also asking me 785. Best temperature to smoke ribs at. Uh, he's got them going now at 250. They recommend 225 to 250. What seasoning? Anything Cajun I use. Matter of fact, let me recommend something at the store. I'm a big hot sauce guy. But not only that, I will dip into hot sauce powders as well. Slap your mama. It's called Slap YA Mama. Maine, Louisiana. It's a powder. It's a rub. You slap your mama and you'll think, if you want Cajun ribs, which, why not? Make some barbecue with the Cajun. You like Cajun stuff, Grant? Yeah, it's all right. It's not my go-to, but I'll never shy away from it. I remember we got a snowstorm last year. We don't get much snow and ice, Pam. We got a little bit this year. I get it, but Florida's much nicer. I'll give you that. But we'll miss you, man. We'll miss you, Pam. But regardless, I went to the store to get a bunch of hot sauces, and everybody's buying milk and bread, right? Because the impending, like, three inches of snow we're supposed to get, right? Like, that's going to carry you over. Like, what do you, what the hell do you do with that milk and bread? I was getting all hot sauce, and everybody else was getting So the lines were long, right? Because everybody's getting milk. and it's, it's not like we don't get these snowstorms like in Buffalo where it, it snows you in for like a week. In Kansas City, you get snow, and by the next day you're driving around or going wherever. Hell, you can probably go anywhere, anywhere where it's snowing if you get a four-wheel drive, which most people have at this point because they stop really making cars. It's all four-by-four vehicles. But again, different subject for a different day. But I appreciate it. Jay Southland, Tow Service, text line 913-576-7610. And again, we're proud of you all for losing weight because you keep reminding us. We're 61 pounds. That's that's awesome, Lance. That's awesome. Um, but anyway, we need to lose some weight on this show. I do, not Grant. But he is five years from 30, which he will need to at that point. Matheny, four-time Gold Glover, was even asked when he was a catcher, okay, did you ever notice a pitcher, the difference between a pitcher using it or not when, well, when he was being a catcher, which four-time gold glover, he knows what he's talking about. Well, to me, it was always about uh, trying to, to allow the guy to grip the ball where it wasn't slipping out of his hands, or whether that was with the extreme sweat or whether it was with the extreme cold. It was usually in the extremes where you had the issues, and I'd try to do anything I could. I'd try and keep a, I'd change out my pants every once in a while. Um, because everything just gets so sweaty, you try to find a spot to where you could kind of dry the ball off a little bit. Um, it would get wet. You try and change them out, and the balls and that the umpire has um, in, in his pouch, he's sweated through those. And so it, it's always trying to just give them a spot to where they can um, find something with a little bit of grip. And, and uh, the catcher's responsibility, I always felt, was uh, to help the pitcher any way you could. That's not necessarily applying any kind of foreign substance, but, you know, all right, how can we help this guy get to the point to where he's gripping it to where we feel it's going to go in close to the direction that he's trying to let it go? And see, pitchers don't have to have the stuff on their body, Grant. The catcher can. Not only that, when that ball goes around the horn, third baseman, second baseman, they might have something, right? You find a different way to do it. You find a different way. Mike Matheny was asked when everything went from legitimate to actually crossing the line of cheating. Yeah, I think with um, all of the uh, information that we're getting about spin rates and 
uh, once we start realizing that spin rates actually affect um, the bottom line of production, um, then it's going to be, okay, how can I potentially use this? And I'd say that's been the last six or seven years where it's really been something um, where you're starting to see the decline of, of offensive production, and uh, you're seeing the rise of the spin rate. And whether it's on a breaking ball or whether it's on uh, even the fastballs with a little bit more of the vertical, whether it would appear to be a rise. So, um, you know, that's always part of the challenge is you bring more technology into the game that uh, it's going to open up doors for someone's going to try to find a competitor edge. Can we just go back to the 80s? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, careful what you wish for. I mean, every every generation had its had its issues. You know, everybody was always concerned before. I remember, you know, I uh, even in the, the, the mid '90s, you know, everybody was talking about the steroid era. I had a couple home runs one week, which is normally like a good year for me, and uh, I was afraid everybody's going to start testing me for steroids. I mean, you just never know, and I think you're going to have some of that lash back here for a while too. If somebody falls off a little bit, everybody's going to accuse them of cheating and doctoring the ball. Uh, it, it's just going to be a cycle that we're going to have to pass through. And we've always done this from deer antler spray. I remember the legal substance at that point. McGuire was using right, Andrew. You know, you could go to GNC and buy that product. I'll never forget the day that McGuire got busted. I left Mork. I wasn't in radio. I had a regular job. And I said, I got to go. I got to run up to GNC. I was in my 20s. I was like, what the hell not? You know what I did? I wouldn't buy McGuire's product. And he bought a GNC. And I went straight up and bought Andrew Poppers, right? Increased my bench press by 70 pounds. No way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those suckers went right in your bloodstream, right? I did one cycle of them, right? Oh, yeah. I was in mid-20s. You know, why not do it? Give me some. Sun's out, guns out. You know what? I was legal. Go up to GNC. I knew it was going to be pulled at some point. I was like, I better go get it now, right? Or everybody's going to When McGuire's busting with this, everybody's going to run out and get it. You can buy it right off the shelves. You know, I had nothing to prove, you know, but just curious. Yeah, yeah. I'm just a dude, you know, just curious about what I could do. Um, if he was in charge, Mike Matheny, what would he do? We, we talked about this, Grant. We talked about... You know, we, we debated the whole we, – we took calls. I won't go to games because I don't want to use the app. I want to use cash. Remember the whole cash discussion we had? I, I recall Did vividly. you ever talk to your parents about that? No. Why would I talk to my parents about that? Field research. Field research? Yeah. My parents are cool with the app. I don't think they care about the app. My dad still carries cash. My mom still has cash, I think, but they don't well, They're going to stop all. reading text after <laughs> – Probably. So they're okay with it. Do they have cable or do they stream? Uh, they do streaming now. They had cable for a long time, but they got streaming. So your parents are ago. even into that. Do yes. they, they get the Royals games? Do they they like, do not. Okay. So they've been listening on 610 Sports Radio. Nice. And the Odyssey app. Nice. There's nothing like sitting down on the deck with the cold one, listening to Royals baseball. I get it. They've lost a lot, living the last 12. But you know what? There's still something about baseball, cold beer, a grill. Summertime, shade, sitting out there enjoying baseball on the radio. You can still enjoy that. Hell, you can mow with the app since we carried the games. Free of charge, by the way. Which took a minute. Took a minute to get the deal done. But, of course, it is an advantage. Remember the, remember all the texts we got? Where's your game at? Well, All the calls, too. We got a ton of calls. ton of calls. Where the hell's your game at? Well, we're contractually obligated to carry the game on the radio because we are a radio station, right? People kept calling in about Bally's. And again, you were calling Wendy's to complain about your Big Mac. But we got a free on the app now. 
And this happened last year, too, because the year before it was blocked out. But last year, with the pandemic, with the cardboard in the outfield and everywhere else, people couldn't go to games. So the app was open for the watching. The blackouts were different. However, I will say this. Some people stream cable now. You can do this. My parents had the – well, my mom has both with the streaming and cable. So they had both. Because dad liked to stream – Mom likes cable, so they had both. So I still get the Royals. One's on delay and one is. <laughs> if you stream, there is a delay, by the way. Yeah, there is. It's like 20 seconds. Yeah. You do both at the same time? It's much different. Why don't you just watch cable? Well, when I go visit Mom, she always has her shows on. I sit in Dad's chair, listen to his headset, and watch his TV. Gotcha. And so that's the difference. And you're behind. I am behind. All your tweets are 20 seconds back. It's the only way I watch NASCAR and the Royals, all right? Actually, I have cable, so I get to watch the Royals at home. I know it's a, it's a bad word around here, but I do. Uh, and I can listen on the app. But if Matheny was in charge, what would he do? Well, I'm, I'm going to wait and see what some of this data shows. I, I, I think the idea of actually moving the mound back a little bit um, may actually play. Um, I, I think that would be a good first step. And the other one that we mentioned uh, about the base size, um, I think it just it, it makes sense for for trying to incorporate a little bit more small ball um, for trying to promote uh, the stolen base a little bit more. I think both of those have been two of the better ideas uh, that I've heard. Um, but you know, there's all these initiatives always going on where it's pace of play, you know, trying to get guys on the mound and throw quicker, and, and all these things are always driven by what our fans are telling us. And I think that's something we have to listen to. Um, but th- it's been more of a physical change here with uh, how these guys are getting um, their arms stronger, and that's just kind of how they're being developed uh, for when they first pick up a ball. And I think the only way to kind of help that out is maybe move it back a little. Yeah, guys are much stronger, man. They're not just using spring training as a chance to lose some weight, hit the iron, pump the iron, doing it all year round. Pitchers are stronger. I mean, kickers are strong now. <laughs> kickers, punters, you name it. Everybody's getting stronger now, but – They are working on moving the mound back, back in the Pioneer League. So they are attempting this, but that's his. But how big of an adjustment is for pitchers? Because right now they're throwing a fit about the changes in baseball. How much of an adjustment would it be, Mike, moving the mound back? I think it's going to be huge. Yeah, it'll take it'll take some time, and it'll be interesting to see if if there's any um, any backlash uh, injury wise too. You, You got different extensions and. Um, but, uh, you know, you did that with uh, Bob Gibson uh, when, when you lowered the mound a little bit, and uh, they thought that that was a, a good bump that was necessary at that particular time. And, um, you know, kind of adjusting that, that distance, I think, would increase the reaction time and maybe get a little more normal to, to where the guys were, you know, 15 years ago when that average you know, fastball was in the low 90s instead of now in the upper 90s. Well, the NBA is worried about scoring. Clearly, the NFL has slated the uh... – the penalties more towards the offense than the defense. So leagues are changing things to get more runs, more offense, more production. That's what baseball is attempting to do. They're just like baseball is always behind the curve. Always. It doesn't matter what they're doing. They're always behind the curve. Coming up next, Chris Jones spoke today. Everybody's talking about him moving to the end. Is he like it or not? We'll talk about that next. At night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, Celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.